This is John from Red Horse Radio, and you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio on the Society 13 Network. You want to see something really scary? You bet. Music. Horror. Art. Politics. And overall badassery. Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio. For real. On Society 13 Networks. segment for you today. Hope you like it. We got two guys that have together read, we believe the number is over 410 books. Now, they also do a lot of audio books, and we're going to be talking science fiction horror, well, mostly science fiction with these guys, uh, with uh, Dr. Matt and Mr. Fa. They are audiobook aficionados. And they'll tell us what's worth reading, what's not worth reading, and we do some reviews real quick, of course. And there's, of course, music. You're listening to some music right now. Some uh, friends of mine out in uh, Milwaukee. Uh, this is called this is Space Crime, Midnight Children. Uh, you're gonna hear this in its entirety in just a little bit. Um, and I hope you stick around for the Sci-Fi Bitch Fest, as it will be known. And once again, too, I need to remind folks, our friends in the Bloody Nerve. Stacy Blood and Lorianne Fessler lost everything in a fire. They're, they have a relief fund, the, the, the Bloody Fire Relief Fund. Uh, the Bloody Fire Relief. You have to go to this site. It's uh, GoFund, GoFundMe.com. For some reason, I can't say that. GoFundMe.com, okay? And look up uh, Stacy Blood and the Bloody Fire Relief. And donate. They need your help. Okay? And we're going to get more music from Milwaukee, not just space crime, which you hear right now. Uh, my buddy Dave Barsky supplied me with uh, none other than uh, Fu Manchu uh, as a connection with this band. Well, we're going to get into that a little later, but uh, the band is called The Freaks. You're going to hear something from them at the end of the show. Okay? For now, I've been a little space crime. All right? Thanks for listening.
YouTube channel as well. How you doing, folks? Anybody out there? Anyway, so got two guys with me today. Uh, we've been through several names for this show. It used to be uh, formerly Dirty Pillows. And we went through Tit Mouse and others. Uh, we decided on what? Sci-Fi Bitch Fest? Sounds good. Does it? <laughs> Bitch Fest. All right. So we got Matt and Fa, Fa and Matt in that order. And we're going to talk about why one of you love Ender's Game and the other one hated it. We're talking about the movies or the books? The movie. No, man. I sat in the movies. Movie. I, I went to the movies with these two guys, and we were all into the book, Ender's Game. Yeah, excuse and, me. I said movies. There's only going to be one. <laughs> yeah. And uh, right. I, I enjoyed it because I couldn't imagine it being a movie. And, Rightly uh, so. There's only one. There was heat and hate generated from one side of the room, and it was all Matt who couldn't stand the movie version of it. And um, I don't know, Fa, you just kind of accepted it. I liked the movie. It wasn't horrible. It told a story, not the story I wanted to see, but it was still a good story. If you have any sense of the book, you would hate the movie. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. <laughs> just like uh, any, just like any other really good book, the movies never ever ever come close. I mean, there's I can I can list on one hand and the, the names of the movies that have come close to the books: Jurassic Park, maybe Harry Potter, um, but Ender's Game was nowhere near nowhere near. The uh, the quality of the book comparatively to the movie. Okay, Ender was in it. But yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, you guys do something I, I haven't done yet. Would you you you're, you delve into audiobooks. Um, apparently, you can do that. You have time at work or off time or lunch or whatever the hell drive time. Do. Drive time. Yeah, when you're, they're supposed to be listening to me, which is that's fine with me. <laughs> um, so audiobooks. What are the top five sci-fi audiobooks for sci-fi fans right now? Ender's Game. <laughs> I, I, I want to say horror, too, because is there any horror worth listening to? Oh, God. Where do we start with Lovecraft? The Lovecraft series I don't think falls read yet, um, or listened to, I should say. But if you're if you're a true horror fan, you have to listen to Lovecraft. And the narrator is slipping my mind right now. I wish I had my phone on me so I could look it up. But the narrator does such justice to the Lovecraft genre and theme it's it's really it's actually scary driving into work in the morning in it in smith have they have they done that yet they well they do all of lovecraft every okay. single lovecraft that has uh been uh written is actually um well you got the you got the audiobook app don't you i do yeah open that up the uh the narrator does such a he's got such a deep raspy voice it's almost like listening to this as you read a book. <laughs> it's it's like really it driving driving to work in the fog in the morning hmm. and and you're you're like, "Oh my god, what is he describing? What monster is coming out of this closet, you know, for the Dunwich horror for the Mountains of Madness?" It's it's just it's he he engulfs you so much so that you you don't even like I've I've literally run through red lights. I've literally gone through um you know, stop signs because I've been so enthralled with the book. Wow. Yeah, this okay. narrator this narrator kicks ass. So H.P. Really. Lovecraft still killing people. Oh, yes. So you see, Matt isn't really a hater. Now, Fa, where do you stand with Lovecraft or you don't listen to the audio? Wayne, Wayne June. Wayne, Wayne June, June is, is the name. narrator? Yeah, is the okay. narrator for the Lovecraft, the dark worlds of H.P. Lovecraft on audio. I, Audible. I, I have not listened to them yet. Uh, Matt has given them glowing reviews, but uh, I hear you? there's great monsters in it. Oh, phenomenal! Like the Dunwich Horror. Yeah. Um, not just, a good, not a good movie. A decent movie. No, yeah, the old. They, yeah. They, yeah, they couldn't do it. No, they couldn't do it now. But now, I like because uh, Guillermo del Toro is going to be doing uh, Mountains of Madness. 
Oh, so, good, yeah, good, yeah, good. I'm really psyched about that because I love his creatures. I mean, Pan, from Pan's Labyrinth to The Strain to what hopefully The Mountains of Madness will do justice to the book. Phenomenal, phenomenal creativity with the monsters he creates and the way he interprets what you're reading. I'm liking The Strain. Uh, Matt, you got me into The Strain. Fa, you watching? The I strain? am. Yeah. Uh, where do you stand with it? I like it. It's interesting. I like the uh, differences in the vampires are very cool. Okay, and that they're real microcosmic monsters within the body. Are they following you? Like we were talking earlier, like The Walking Dead, they get activated, or are they? It's always there, or is it? It was just like the head vampire that came ashore in the airplane. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a which par- is Dracula. It's, by it's the a parasitic way. organism, I mean, right? You remember yeah. Dracula came up, you know, from the boat and all that right. fun stuff. Yeah. So are they? I, did you read it? Did anybody read it? The no. fall, no. no, whatever it is. The I strain. guess it's the strain. The strain. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know where it all comes from, where it's going to go, but I'm watching it. I don't know. It's so, great. It's that, great. Audio books. So your yeah. favorite audio book file? Where, where, where are you at? Oh, right now for for sci-fi, I'm still into the Enderverse. I definitely like the uh, the prequel series, the uh, Earth Aware, Earth of Fire, Earth, yeah. and uh, what's the third one? Earth Unaware, Earth of Fire, and Earth Awakens. Earth Awakens. Yeah, yeah. I just finished Earth Awakens. Earth Awakens is awesome. Um. We're just Definitely distracting you with RT comics. You guys are <laughs> distracting me with your books. Um, I mean, favorite audio book right now has got to be Patrick Rothfuss. I know that's the fantasy genre, so we're not on that right now. The Name now. of the Wind, right? And The Wise Man's Fear. Name of the Wind was the first one? Correct. Okay. And The King Killer Chronicles. I enjoyed Name of the Wind as far as what I've read. I haven't finished it yet because I got too much, way too much on my plate. So you, so Rothfuss. You, you recommend the Rothfuss? <laughs> yeah, Rothfuss. Yes, I do recommend Rothfuss. He is very good. Hey, it's an Archie comic. Yeah. <laughs> Archie dies. Uh, yeah, look, oh, it's a oh. bloody mess. Batman dies. Superman now I know dies. the end. Everybody dies. Now I know the end. That's, yeah. I'm not going to read it now. The actual end. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't know who he chooses. Yeah. Or wrong. I don't know why we keep bringing this up. Uh, maybe because the end of the Innocence of America, you know, it's just like they're destroying Archie now. Yeah. <laughs> like, who, who even thought to do that? Everybody's got to die at some point. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But Archie? <laughs> are, are we out of bazooka gum now? I mean, I just don't know what's going to happen. All right. So let, let, now back to my crowd and horror and sci-fi fans. Uh, what else should they be into audio book wise? Where, where do we lead them? Um, besides this Lovecraft who started it all. You just finished Mr. Mercedes, right, Paul? Awesome book. Yeah. It's domestic King. terrorism, right? Was it Serial a, killer? Yeah, okay. 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 I wanted to pick it up, but I'm I'm still uh, holding off. Doctor, we finished Doctor Sleep around the same time. Is that good? Book. Okay. This I've been talking about this. The sequel to The Shining. Right. Danny, older, and he has a daughter, yeah. and there's a cult out to kill people that are like his kid. Is that Danny, what it is? Danny doesn't have a daughter. Oh, it's not that. No. Don't want to, no, okay. there's a girl. There's a young girl in it, but it's not Danny's daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. See, I got to read it. I didn't read it. Phenomenal book. Phenomenal, okay. Yeah. Worth picking up for Shining fans. And if Stephen King, if you ever hear this, you're a great author. <laughs> <laughs> if you like The Shine. It's in the book. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So that's yeah. a, you give that a nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. Nine out of ten. And you didn't yeah. do that audio book. You read it. No, no audio. audio. We don't. Okay. We don't read it anymore. So that's up there. Okay. So that's we're lazy. We listen. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, what yeah. else you guys got? The, as as uh, what was the other one you read that we did? Oh, the Earth Awakens. And then uh, what about the Iron Druid series you just finished or something? You were telling me to get involved in that. Iron Druid is very fun. Uh, Ken Herlane or Hermain. Oh, man, I'm bad on names. <laughs> but the Iron Druid series is fun if you like. Uh, it's, it's fantasy, it's fantasy again. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're off topic again. That's all right. That's but all right. Uh, 
the fun thing about that is it's uh, Greek mythology. In fact, it's any pantheon you want to get into. Pantheon, that's a crazy word. Everybody knows what that means, right? No, I have no, no idea. No, I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like it? No. It's like yeah. saying ruffles. Ruffles. <laughs> so uh, I, guess, I guess if you believe in uh, any kind of mythology, there is a pantheon. Uh, surrounding that myth- mythology, it's kind of like creating a universe. But in the Iron Druid series, all pantheons exist within the same universe. You can travel between them. If you are a druid in the Iron Druid series, there is only one druid. Oh, there can oh, be only one. We've heard that, that before. <laughs> that is fun, is that, too. Yeah, that's always fun. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, they train a new druid, so there's two. Ah, uh, so it's not like Highlander. And cheaters, then, cheaters, and then and then and then and then in the next book, there's three. Oh, <laughs> uh, what were we talking about earlier? Uh, a movie that came out. You guys, it upset, it upset both of you. We we're talking about Lucy. Oh, oh fuck! Which looks like a great <laughs> idea. But... Luke, Luke Besson, great, great director, great I ideas. Him. He's great. Fifth Element, phenomenal movie, and they come out with Lucy, and they had to pick. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. She's in everything. Yeah. Pick somebody else, goddammit. Butts in seats. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's for money. Obviously to make money, but for Christ's sake. So little boys will go see it. Yeah. <laughs> you could pick any any good-looking actress to play that role, and it would work because it's a great theory. It's a great idea. The premise is great. There was, a, there was a thing I read in Entertainment Weekly about all the different drugs that have been coming out in the different movies from um, the drug that they put into Lucy, from the Skelligro they give Harry Potter – you know, like they got a cure for everything you could ever want in the movies, um, and they listed it all in Entertainment Weekly. It was actually really neat because you could have a, like a pictogram of of what you need if you needed this. You was in this movie. This is the drug you could use, and this is in this movie the, the drug you could use. It was just interesting to see it all wrapped up into two pages. This came up actually earlier because well, first of all, you guys asked me about you know what I think about the new Star Wars, and of course I'm looking forward to it. I, I love the fact they got the old guys back, and it's going to be fun. And I you know bring let's give a reason for people to go back into the theater, and I, I trust. J.J. Abrams, and I think that uh, Fa does too. I don't think Matt does yet. I'm not sold. See, yeah. he think about being J.J. Abrams though. You get to uh, make Star Trek again. Awesome. But he said, "What did he say? I'm yeah. a Star Wars guy. Yeah. He's, he's a Wars guy. I yeah. kind of can't wait for it. He I got was... to do both. Now, Matt, what's your reason for not looking forward to it? Do you think that it, it, the story's done? I think technology, video killed the radio star." Bottom line, video killed the radio star, and it, and it takes place in everything we're doing nowadays. I mean, look at look at episodes one, two, and three. George Lucas had every right to write them. He had every right to do what he wanted, but the way they did them, mm. you know, you're looking at four, five, and six where you got dirt, mud, dust everywhere. Everything looks real. Everything looks tangible, mm. and then everything in one, two, and three including that annoying son of a bitch Jar Jar Binks is CGI. <laughs> Have you not yeah. seen the gold and silver editions oh, yeah. where well, they yeah. clean yeah, them yeah. up? Yeah, when, when, Han, when Han walks over Jabba, that's, yeah, to me, they, they ruin that part. Oh, you, yeah. you've glossed over the worst part of the gold and silver is where, uh, is it Guido shoots first? Oh, yeah. yeah they totally changed Wait, that. You just got, you just got totally racist here. <laughs> Guido? Guido. Guido. <laughs> Excuse my pronunciation. <laughs> got two Italians in the room. You're one of them. Oh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> anyway, so back to Captain Negative Matt. Yeah. I'm curious. Now, we were talking about, with you earlier today, you brought up some really cool shit. We were talking about, um, oh, what was that Japanese theory? Hap something? Uh, haptic. Oh, the haptic devices yeah. for Ender, for the uh, we're back to Ender Ready again. Player One. No, 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 no. Ready Ready Player One. They're coming out with the movie Ready Player One. And Ready Player One is a John Scalzi 
novel. No, not John Scully. Who is it? Um, oh, that fool. Shit, forget his name. But anyway, so they're coming out with the one-time fan. author. Yeah, but anyway, so Will Wheaton. That was how we got on it. Will Wheaton was Will Wheaton, the narrator. Star Trek, Ernest, Abrams, Klein. Yes. Ernest, Ernest Klein. Ernest Klein. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Will Wheaton is the narrator, and he's phenomenal in his show and in his in his narrating of these books. And he's really good because he's fun to listen to. He really makes the book enjoyable to listen to. And um, the whole haptic device was this this submergence. Uh, gear you could buy and the bottom end the guys who lived in the trailers in the in the stacks they wore the goggles and that was the bottom line the bottom the worst the cheapest you could get and then you got into the uh you know completely submersive where you were actually on a treadmill and it could move with you running and walking and working out and things like that and they're actually they actually japanese have created these haptic devices Overseas for uh, complete, uh, you know, uh, in in what do you call that? Intersubmergence or what do you call? It? I don't know, submergence. Immersive. Is, immersive. Yeah, ah. virtual reality conditions. Um, but it actually, you know, you look it up. It's on Wikipedia. I don't know if you believe Wikipedia or not, but it's on there, and you can see that these haptic devices actually exist. The new encyclopedia. Nice. By Wikipedia. Yep. See, I talk to these guys because I'm I'm really not well read in the sci-fi universe like these guys are. And it's funny, we were talking about uh, just things, I don't know, that come up. You're a writer, too, Matt. And you, you think of things, and then you find out later somebody else Somebody else thought of them, yeah. They, they already wrote it's it. so annoying. <laughs> very, very annoying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we'll get into that at a later date that, that's uh, with, a fun, you, with you personally at some point. Yeah. That's a fun topic because if you read Ender's Game, because we started out with Ender's Game, and then the buggers become a hive mind. Mm, I, I love the buggers. I think they're great villains, and but we, they're not villains. Well, they're not. I don't think so. I think Harrison Ford was. <laughs> <laughs> Until he broke his ankle. Colonel yeah. Graff? Yeah. Colonel yeah. Graff is a villain? Uh, now, how do we know? I, back to Harrison Ford. He injured himself during the filming of Star Wars 7. He his broke his ankle, ankle. I thought it was his arm. He broke his no. ankle entering his own ship. Oh, man. So he tripped over the Millennium Falcon. Falcon? He tripped over the entryway to the Millennium Falcon. Oh, you yeah. can't do that. Yeah. I mean, that's for Lando. Yeah. That's not, not his ship. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Oh, I don't know if you guys know this. Um, are, you finished, are you familiar with uh, Dennis Lawson? He's right there. Right on the wall. Wedge Antilles. Oh, Wedge. Wedge. Yeah, Wedge has his own had, series. He had zero interest. Right, but he's, he's going to get his back. own series. Is that right? That's what I heard. They're going to make a whole series out of that whole... Uh, Wedge, the whole Rogue Squadron? Yeah, Rogue Squadron, yeah. Not cartoon. No, like a movie. Like a spinoff. Like they're going to do a Boba they Fett movie. Should. They're going to do a, a Rogue Squadron so, movie. So when he was being a bitch about not being in Star Wars, yeah. so he, not, he was actually it was like throwing a red herring out there to the crowd? Because he was really, I was like but off that, of him. I was like, that oh, was, but that was how many years ago when he did that? I know, but he hasn't done anything. Yeah, well, he's, he's probably dead. <laughs> for all we know, <laughs> seriously, so that's messed up. Yeah. I mean, maybe he didn't get any gratuities uh, for his action figures. For his action figures, that's what I'm wall, thinking. Yeah. And Billy D has not been asked to do anything, Lando, I, as far as I know. Oh. But what a great idea for another spinoff for a mob series with Lando and Bespin, and there's a lot of fun things you could do. You know, there. they're going to get what's his bucket, uh, Jamie Fox, to do that role because he does everything. That's related. No, no offense, and I'm not. And I'm not racist at all. But any black role like that, they're going to do Jamie Fox because he can sing, he can dance, he can do all that stuff. And and he and that's and that's what he's going to do. He's you don't gonna... like a song and dance man? Are we no. talking about Broadway Lando? <laughs> what are we talking about? Here? You never know. They did a Broadway Spider Man. Oh God, yeah, yeah. And how many people died making that's, that? That's that's uh, bad. All right, so we lost track of the yeah. audio books. Again, what, what's the next? We have an audio book. 
yeah, spinning like, off. What else are you guys reading or listening to, I should say? Well, I'm, I'm guilty of trying to finish the Harry Potter series for the third time. I've mentioned Harry Potter, I don't know how many times already in the show. I'm sorry. Uh, fantasy, fan, fantasy to me is just phenomenal because it's not only includes action and sci-fi, it includes horror because you have monsters and, you know, demons and witches and warlocks and, and all that dragons and all that fun stuff too. So the, um, broad spectrum. Yeah, pretty broad spectrum fantasy. Like, uh, I was really, 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 really upset. I don't know if I said really enough there, but um, the Aragon series. Holy fuck, was that a bad movie? And, <laughs> and the books are phenomenal. The books are like Lord of the Rings. That's they're just what I as, hear. They're just as good yeah. as Lord of the Rings, if not better to me, because they include dragons and they include dragon riders and that kind of stuff. And it's just like you just ruined an entire good series of books by this horrible movie. And that guy was a kid when he wrote it. Yeah, and he Chris sold Paolini. The, sold the rights to it real early on, too. Uh, yeah, phenomenal art, phenomenal writer, Paolini. And he, uh, I don't know that he had anything to do with anything that followed after yeah. the first two or one. Well, it was funny because I, what I do, I listen to the first three. And then I, w- I was like a year out and waited for the fourth one to come out. And, and we try not to do that on the audiobooks because you get into one and you just keep going and going and going. And then you pop into the third one and then you're like, oh, man, i got to wait a whole year for the author to write the fourth one. So it kind of kills you. But, um, yeah, great, great series fantasy-wise. And, right, that's and, a good one. Yeah. What do you got, Fa? Oh, I got tons. He's looking at our audiobook, audible, uh, list that we've, we've listened to in the last four years. I got tons. I just started the, uh, the, uh, Space Epic, The Leviathan Wakes by James Corey. Uh, DJ is shaking his head. He's never heard of it. They're going to make a TV series about it, actually. By the way, DJ is my nickname for those that don't know. They do um, know that. They do. I'm sorry, David Fairhead. Ah, it don't matter anymore. <laughs> it's out there now. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. So Leviathan Wakes, that that is a great sci-fi story. Uh, blue collar sci-fi story of miners in space, uh, working in the belt. Uh, there are people, or shall I say races of people, they're still human, but they are born and bred and only live in space. Uh, and they mine asteroids for chemicals. Chemicals. That is the wrong term. Iron, <laughs> iron ore. Minerals. Minerals. Yeah. Minerals. Shale. Elements. Shale oil. <laughs> Valuable stuff. Marcella shale. <laughs> yes. They are fracking the, uh, the belt. A frack means completely something different to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I have seen Battlestar. Word. Word. I gotta look that up. Well, does any, does anybody know? Welcome to an episode of or the Nerdist. Does, 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 <laughs> does anybody want to talk about the end of Battlestar Galactica, the new oh, series? Man. I love, no, no, we can't do that. No spoilers here. No spoilers. No, well, no we spoilers. could, but. Everybody dies in Game of Thrones. No. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, oh. Geez. Wait, wait, wait. Only the women die. Yeah. <laughs> negative Matt. Come on. <laughs> I know negative Matt. I'd love to talk more about Star Wars episode seven. I think that would be fun. Because Matt's not looking forward to it, and I think, who doesn't want to get the band back together? Right. Exactly. That's what the movie's going to be about. And we're talking about the Cantina band, right? Yeah. I am. <laughs> well, I, I was watch. more thinking making like a Blues Ma- Brother Rebo? reference. Max Rebo? Max Rebo, yeah. <laughs> He's blue. He's blue. I was more thinking it would be like the Blues Brothers movie, you know? <laughs> we're going to get the band back together. <laughs> Aretha Franklin may sing a song. Maybe she'll be in the Cantina. <laughs> That's Gargan? Oh, geez. See, now I'm getting real nerdist right now. Yeah. Right, we're going to take a break for station identification for one second here. And uh, we'll be back with, uh, what are we calling this? Uh, Sci-Fi Bitch, Bitch Fest, Fest with Fest. Matt and Fa. Burning Ball Publishing presents the next step in evolution of horror. 
David J. Fairhead's The Fall of Tomorrow. The Fall of Tomorrow is a tale of desperation told by those who are striving to salvage some hope against a ravenous fashion of evil bent on ruling our world. Burning Bow Publishing presents The Fall of Tomorrow by David J. Fairhead. Available May 1st at Amazon.com and at BurningBowPublishing.com. All right, so <laughs> we're just we're in the break. We're talking about the and uh, we're back. Yeah, the new uh, the Mad Max Fury Road. So Tom Hardy's in there, right? How's he sound? <laughs> so Bane is Bane is Mad Max. Is that who you're referring to? Yeah. I actually, like you said, Paul, it does it need to be redone? No. Yeah. But it looks like they did a damn good job. Uh, what's her bucket? Uh, Theron is, uh, like, uh, Gimp. She's got, like, one arm. Oh. Yeah. And, um, the, uh. She's probably still pretty. The, uh, the, the, the promo is, uh, he's tied to the front of the truck and they're, like, barreling down on other people and they got these bungee stick things where they throw people into the other cars to you know get Here's what stuff. I always wondered where did the gas come from <laughs> the sand it's in it's under the earth oh mm-hmm. okay the, the just, just like in um, any other other sci-fi movies they find it okay it's not refined then. No. so a new Mad Max when does this dude come out uh, <laughs> and before the end of the year <laughs> Lord. They, yeah. they didn't need a reboot no, right. I'm, no. I'm with Captain Negative on this one I'm sorry uh, Fa, you, it, 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 you it's this? 100% negative. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So all it's, the room. it's all around. They didn't need to do it. I, I, this is actually one where I'm not going to be so negative. I think it looks pretty good. <laughs> Captain negative, opposite land. Yeah, it's just because it actually looks like it has a lot more shit blowing up. So. What about Lord Humongous? Is it a Michael is Bay movie? Be, I mean, are they going to have all these characters, the gyro captain? Are they going to do all that? Or? I, it doesn't look like it. It looks like they have two. It looks like Max and Shirley's Theron. Shirley's Theron. Yeah, Monster. Basically. That was yeah. her best movie. See Monster? Where she plays, uh, no, I can't say that name either, mm-hmm. but she plays a serial killer of a female a real story. True story. And she was hideous looking, man. They made oh, her yeah, look yeah, yeah, hideous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, what's her, uh, Winona Ryder the second is mm-hmm. in it. What's her face? The little one. Richie. Mm-hmm. Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci. <laughs> yeah. Winona Ryder. Yeah. Twin. It was, yeah. uh, that was good. She yeah, was, yeah, it was. That it show, was. now I haven't seen Aeon Fox yet. That Aeon Fox movie. Aeon Flux. <laughs> You serious? Same thing. Seriously. Yeah, I did not see it. No. Is it Don't. good? No. Based Why? on the MTV cartoon? No, no. The cartoon is ten times better. <laughs> so it's that bad. Oh, yeah. For that matter, Ultraviolet. I have not seen that either. I'm a big Jojovich fan. I, I like her now. Jovovich. I didn't like her at first. Oh, but, and I've, she was good I've, in the fifth element. Yeah, I've but, liked her since the first time I laid eyes so on her. Just because she's being, mean. She's mean looking. The fourth she kind. She kicks ass. Did you guys see her in the fourth kind yeah. where she actually acts? Yeah. That was a good movie. Yeah, I like that. Like one. she's she's actually a decent actress. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like her because she does a lot of stuff with a with a tool from man, main uh, main or James Keenan. Yeah. Um, and they do like some you know Pussifer stuff together. She's a decent singer, but I like the interaction that they have together and it, it's some decent songs that she's done, especially the Mission. Great freaking song. Her that album was I actually was forced to download it after I saw the movie. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. it was actually All right, so ultraviolet. No. Aeon Fox. Yeah, it's like one of those movies that are so bad you just can't stop it because you really want to see how it ends, kind of thing. You know, Starship Troopers. (laughs) Ooh, but I love that. That, That's the movie that was made for DVD. Shark Sharknado. Then Uh, we already did a show on this. I'm not wasting two hours of my life. Uh, All right, so Matt has bowed out. What do you got to say? What do I have to say? 
Uh, as a closer, I mean, I'm reading tons of books, uh, mostly sci-fi, mostly fantasy. Uh, you guys gotta check out, um, Off to See, or Off to Be the Wizard. Awesome book, Scott Myers. <laughs> off to See. <laughs> you, you laugh. It's technological. It's, uh, science fiction. It's fantasy. It's all together. It's hilarious. That's because you're a computer geek. Oh, well, it happens. Yeah. You like Ready Player One. That's well, a geeky book too. That's just how the nerd. <laughs> it's getting ugly. It refers to any nerd. <laughs> um, The Martian, gonna be a movie. Awesome book. Guys trapped book. on Mars. Great book. Great book. Ooh, okay. The Martian. So you, got, you, yeah. gotta, you gotta, you, you gotta guys, read that one. You guys agree on The Martian. The Martian. Absolutely. Then if you agree on it, you have to explain a little bit. What do we have to look forward to? Guy gets stranded on Mars because the crew thinks he died in a sandstorm. Leave him there. Actually doesn't die. Has to survive. He's an engineer. Figures out a way to promo- prolong his life on Mars. Very great, uh, phenomenal engineering aspects of it where they drew the calculations, they do out the math, they do out everything to make you really think of the guys at NASA trying to figure out, okay, our next orbital path to get to Mars is going to be at this date. He's got to survive this long. How's he going to do it? He thinks of it up on his own. They, they, they see him with the satellites and they see he's actually figured it out. It's it's just a really good, wholesome book. Like it actually, everything goes two plus two is four. Everything makes sense. It's not like oh yeah, he decided to drill and found you know uh, plutonium in Mars and he developed a bomb and you know it's like nothing crazy like that. It's actually everything makes sense. Everything he did no, makes sense. It's a survival mm-hmm. series and uh, it's factual uh, to the point of fiction and uh, it's good. Read it. Yeah, to the best so, of our knowledge. As long as Christian Slater, as long as Christian Slater is not playing the lead role, which is something they'd rather, they would just leave him there, basically. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know who's the lead in it. Yeah. I like the book. Uh, I'll hate the movie. No, I, that's Captain Negative. I like Christian. <laughs> I liked Christian Slater. But right, 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 right. How about We're, Terrence Trent Darby as the lead role? <laughs> oh, you you keep asking us about horror and stuff like that, and I have to throw a plug for the uh, Fall of Tomorrow. What? Honest to God. Oh. I wish the, I wish that I knew a way to make this into a TV show to compete with. Who wrote that book? Um, the other guy on the microphone here in the office. It's, uh, DJ, DJ Wright, is that yeah, his name? Yeah. Right. DJ Jazzy Jeff. Said, I thought yeah, it was yeah. DJ Left. But, ah, left wing. But, uh, yeah, it, it would, it would have everything it would need to be a successful even more so phenomenal TV series being that if you've read the book, you understand what I'm talking about. Each chapter could be an entire series that could span 13 episodes. Or if you lived in Great Britain, six episodes, um, you know, they, they, they have enough where you could, you <laughs> have enough funny. material that you could actually do it uh year in and year out for a good five or six years, keeping the, keeping the audience really, really wrapped up in the creatures, the turmoil, the inner inner fighting amongst the people who are trying to survive in this post-apocalyptic nightmare of a world um, that was exquisitely written by none other than uh, DJ. Thank you. Yep. I appreciate that. I mean, I have to agree with Captain Negative. <laughs> I agree as dun, well. Dun, dun, dun. I tried putting him down. And I couldn't do it. Uh, <laughs> I agree as well. you got to read The Fall of Tomorrow. 
I appreciate that. Um, it was actually a book we hand read instead of listening to because there's no audio version yet, but <laughs> that's not DJ's fault. <laughs> well, give it a chance with uh, the Wicked Library uh, on Society 13 Podcast Network. There is uh, The Fall, my sh- the short story that became the novel. Nelson W. Piles reads that as the first episode, which is kind of neat. It was a nice way to start, and it became the book that you read and i appreciate it um yeah i i agree with the fact that it could be a saga i'd love oh who wouldn't want to see that i mean i well if as a creator but um yeah different monster every chapter and um the phenomenal people, monsters the people are not so good no i no. mean half some of them are but mm. the reason they survived is because they're not so good <laughs> yeah yeah it, i mean it's it it really is honestly dj and and this is not just because i'm a friend of yours and and i i, I enjoy good books and this is a good book the the create the creation of these characters and their inner struggle and their uh, fight amongst themselves uh, while they're trying to defend themselves from these horrific demons is is really a really really neat twist uh, to what we have out there now and yeah it's it's it would be it would be really neat to see that visually on the screen I would love it and I thank you for that uh, yeah hopefully well it it's not like we're not working on it because we've had some talks today. <laughs> <laughs> For another time, for folks. Another time. For another time. Fah, you got some input there? Uh, no. Like you, you got something else to give. I can <laughs> tell. I can tell. You got something going he's on. He's got his there. phone out. He's looking through his phone. Uh, I was just thinking about other books that I've read that yeah. everybody needs to check out. Everybody needs to read anything. Give us by. a teaser for the next time we listen to Sci-Fi Bitch Fest. Any, any John Scalzi. Read anything John Scalzi, Old Man's War, Red, uh, Red Shirts. Shirts. If you're a nerd, you understand what Red Shirts is right now, and you Red better read Shirts. that book. I love yeah. it. I love it. Uh, Fuzzy Nation, which is a, which is a rewrite by him, which, with the, uh, approval of the original author. Uh, Daniel Suarez, you've gotta read the, uh, The Demon and the Freedom. If you like computers and science fiction, that's, that's an awesome series. Um, you know, go to town. Books are out there. Read them. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. lots, there's lots, there's lots to do. I mean, uh, anything from, Lovecraft. They have they have compilations of his series, and uh, I'm a huge Lovecraft fan because I'm a huge Stephen King fan, and I'm a huge, uh, you know, sci-fi fan too. So anything from you know Scalzi and any of those other authors that we've mentioned this evening, Paolini and uh, Tolkien. I mean, if you've never read the Ring, the Lord of the Rings series or the Hobbit, and you've seen the movies, the books are better. I'm telling you right now. And, and the saddest thing I was telling DJ earlier today, the saddest thing in, in the last decade of my life was probably one of the saddest things was Michael Crichton passing. Phenomenal author, phenomenal books. I mean, Jura- all these big ass movies you've seen. Andromeda Strain. Andromeda Strain. One that scared the shit out of me yeah, when Jurassic I was a little, a little kid. Prey. Yeah, Prey. Uh, uh, Congo. Timeline. The last, the great train robbery. For Christ's sake, he wrote that. He wrote that when that he, was him. Yeah, that was him. Wow. I mean, yeah. these are. Fun, I mean, Sean Connery. For Christ's sake, yeah. you know when Sean Connery was James Bond. Mm-hmm. Great train robbery. I mean, that's that's this guy wrote novels that you could you could say wow. you know with a notch in your belt. I've read this book because it's that damn good. If you, you know? think TV is cool. And movies are cool. Books are better. Yeah, yeah much better. Yeah, much better. You're missing, um, well, thirty. Uh, I'd say seventy five percent of the story, the visuals, and absolutely not happening. You'll yet. never run out of books. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. And that is that is going to be the catchphrase for this show. <laughs> All right. Listen. Uh, thanks for listening to Kettle Whistle Radio with Sci Fi Bitch Fest. 
I must say thank you to Matt and Fa. I'd love to give you the last names, but you guys are afraid. And you <laughs> should be. Terrifying. Um, I, mean, I got, on a serious note, I gotta say, uh, big ups and love to the Bloody Nerve. Please, uh, help them. This is a band that's been on the show many a time. They lost everything in a big fire. Go to, please go, www.gofundme, sorry, gofundme.com and hit up the Bloody Fire Relief. Uh, by Stacy Blood, um, and donate whatever you got. Five bucks, ten bucks. Help them out. I appreciate it. I'm at fairly doc. Fairly doc. <laughs> I'm at fairly dark on Twitter. And guys, thank you very much for being here. Read more books. Special thanks to Doctor Matt and Mister Fa for Sci-Fi Bitch Fest. And I can never thank the bands enough. The bands. Space Crime. You heard them earlier. And now we're going to go out with, are you a little familiar with Ruben Romano? Fu Manchu. Fu Manchu fans? Well, The Freaks. Alright, how about The Freaks? You can find both bands on Bandcamp. I did, you will. Both The Freaks and Space Crime, please look them up. Download some songs. Pay a buck or two. Come on guys, really. Anyway, here's the freaks with bitchin'! 
Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Pack podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electrocast. Electrocast.